Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, friends. This is your host of The K Factor, Dr. Deb Carlin, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. When you really stop and think about what is it that we do in this life, we try to interpret the ways that we see the world, the way that we experience interactions, situations, scenarios. We try to figure out our place in the middle of any dynamic that we're experiencing. And there is a global impact when it comes to the topic of kindness. Imagine if in every scenario, everybody was doing an interpretation that invited them to draw on the best part of themselves as a human being and influence the situation with some level of kindness. This might sound like a frivolous idea, but as you know, if you try to do this, it's very difficult because we have a tendency to get frightened, to get anxious, to get angry, to get frustrated, to not trust that if we lead with goodness and we lead with kindness, that goodness will prevail, that there will be a positive, healthy outcome. It's really tough. It's really difficult. I talk about this topic and write about it every day, and I find it to be a challenge There are times when I'm in a situation and I would just like to clobber somebody or yell at them or just roll my eyes and I have to steel myself to try to remember. I don't need to let my ego step on the path here. If we had an entire planet of human beings who could capture themselves and attend to taking care of their mind so that we would all operate on a united agreement that kindness and the global impact of kindness could shift everything. Stop and think about it. People wouldn't kill each other anymore. People would lead with kindness, lead with an open heart, lead with a hug that was genuine and sincere. People wouldn't feel the need to be duplicitous anymore. Wouldn't that be refreshing? If no one was duplicitous, people could just lead with authentic, (laughs) lead with genuine. That would make a notable difference for all of us. Yeah, the world is both big and small simultaneously, isn't it? The world seems really big because if I wanted to get from here in the middle of the United States over to Tibet, it would take me three days to be able to walk through the Himalayan mountains. If I want to drive from here in St. Louis, Missouri to Chicago, it's going to take me four hours to get there. But I can turn on my computer and I can pull up the Internet 
And I can be in either of those places, communicating with people there, seeing the terrain there in a matter of seconds, literally. We see and feel the influence of everybody around the world. We see the happiness. We see the tragedy. Too often we're really seeing the tragedy because of the way that our news outlets like to promote what it is that's what's called newsworthy. Things that are going to grab our attention, and indeed they do. But they're so frequently just the opposite of stories about kindness. So what is the role of kindness in our world today? Where is it at? Where is it present? I'm talking about this today, not just because this is the K factor, but when I wrote Build the Strength Within, my mission, my ambition, and my passion were all about putting into words and putting into a program and putting into self-assessments the questions and the ideas that I have found over the course of being on the front line for more than 30 years, working with human beings, specifically working on the topic of holistic well-being. And what I mean by holistic is I mean taking a look at the entire person, whether it's in an organizational structure or a family or it's an individual who comes to me solo. Because a lot of my career has been doing corporate work and corporate consulting. It is reaching out and inviting people to take a look at the ways in which the impact of stress and their personal and business life compromises their ability to be confident and feel competent in this life. Each one of us needs to take the time, invest the energy and the intention into thinking about the authentic and genuine nature of our inner strength. When you stop and think about yourself and your position in this world and how strong you are or how strong you would like to be, are you giving yourself credit or are you diminishing what it is that you've got in place? My drive and my ambition having seen so many people suffer as a result of their perspective, is I know that the deterioration and decline that we associate with, oh, it's just life, oh, it's part of this aging process, it's part of living in the 21st century, it's part of working to keep it all together, none of that has to destroy you. It can be a challenge that actually helps you become ever more vibrant and healthy. So what I've done is I've created the show, I've created Build the Strength Within as a book, and now I'm going to tell you about a program that I've created that's an online course. It's going to be a series of teleseminars and webinars combined, so we get a nice mix. 
that is going to be called strength training. So it's build the strength within strength training. And in this course, I show you how to think and feel about situations in your life and how to deal with them. How do you currently deal with them, and how can we optimize the way that you deal with them, especially as they relate to the 11 areas that I've identified as vital for us to tend to if we are going to have a holistically healthy experience here in this life. And these areas relate to our perceptions about the power of our brain and how we use it. Money, and what role does that play in our life? Our body, our ability to move, the degree to which we are healthy or we are living with dis-ease. And I say that intentionally. Instead of disease, I'm saying it as dis-ease because any time we have disease, we do have an element of dis-ease. Our relationships to others our relationship to nature and with nature, our faith factor. All of these are topics in our life every single day that impact our ability to deal with stress either very successfully or to feel so overwhelmed and burdened by it that we feel inadequate. And when we feel these feelings of inadequacy, what happens is we start to have that experience of overwhelmed. A lot of people call it overwhelm these days. Not sure where that started, but it is the experience of being overwhelmed. There is too much to do. There's too little time to do it in. That's the mindset. That's the mantra of when it is you're sitting in the middle of feeling overwhelmed. This webinar series, this webinar, teleseminar, online course series is going to start in April. And I invite you to do two things. One, come to my Facebook page at Deb Carlin. And if you are not already on Facebook, I invite you to join Facebook because there's an awful lot of great activity that takes place out here. And I'm going to be providing updates about the teleseminar on the Facebook page. I'm also going to be posting about it on the website at drdubcarlin.com, all of which is accessible for you here through Blog Talk Radio. We will have sessions once a week with check-in points a second day of the week. And over time, we'll be developing a dashboard platform for you so you can go in and log in and find all kinds of rich materials. But this is an unfolding process here. So my hope is that what you will do is tune in and get excited about what it is that you can do for yourself. Today, to get this jump started and to give you a feel for what it is that you're going to be able to accomplish, I'd like you to just 
focus in for a moment here on your own being and your own person and your position in this life as it is currently, right now, right here today. And I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. When you think about the current state of your physical health, if you had to indicate on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being you feel really, really weak and ill and frightened for your life because wellness just doesn't seem to be the formula for you right now, and 10 being, oh, I feel marvelous. I love my body. I feel so healthy and so vibrant. I feel like I can go hiking and walking and swimming and biking and I am not carrying additional weight on my frame. My musculature is in terrific condition. It's all systems go. Where are you on that scale from 1 to 10? Think about that for a moment and just write that number down for yourself. Be completely, nakedly, honest, and authentic for your own self in this moment. I'm only going to ask you like three more questions, two or three more questions, and then I'm going to have you do a little exercise here. Okay. So that relates to your body and your physical well-being. Now I want you to ask yourself, in terms of your financial situation, Right now, today, in this life, do you have the money that you need to comfortably and reliably pay your bills today and every month for the month consistently so that money is not something that you have to worry about, be distracted about, be afraid about, It just is another part of breathing. And it's a no sweat when it comes to the relationship that you have with money. Again, on a a 1 to 10 scale, are you facing bankruptcy or you're right in the middle of it or you don't even have enough to be able to claim bankruptcy? Or are you at a 10 and you are literally a billionaire and you have more money than what you could ever possibly go through. And it's not a stress for you in terms of the abundance factor. Write that number down from 1 to 10. Again, 1 always puts you at the low end of the spectrum, and 10 is a high abundance well-being number. Now... In terms of your mind and how much power and authority and control and influence you have over your mind, where your mind goes, how you think, how you perceive. Is it a one? You, Your mind just goes. You don't have any influence. You don't have any control. It just goes. It's like a... It's like a leopard in the jungle. It just goes wherever it, in a really primitive way, wants to run. Or number 10, you are like a a Buddhist monk, yogi, and you can control your mind so well that you can control your heartbeat, your respirations, your blood pressure, 
your perspective, your calm. Where is your mind on that scale of 1 to 10? I'm actually going to ask you two more questions. On a scale of 1 to 10 also, where are you in your heart with respect to how much you love and love freely and love openly? Are you stuck somewhere? Do you withhold hugs? Do you just not like to engage in hugs? I'm talking two arms fully around another human being, openly, eagerly, and in a relaxed manner to let someone know when you're greeting them how glad you are that they're there, how happy you are that they're in your realm, that you really love them, that you're happy, and that you're open. And do you tell people, that you love them, that you care about them, that they're terrific, that you're so happy that you have this relationship with them? Or do you feel afraid? Do you have to withhold? Is your heart closed and are you lonesome? Are you feeling isolated? Are you on the scale of one? I don't have anybody to hug. Nobody cares about me. I don't know if I love anybody. And if I do, I'm not sure if I would be able to tell them. Or are you a 10? Are you so happy that your your joy overflows and people love being around you because you're warm and you're open and you're vibrant and you're welcoming and people get a hug from you and, boy, they just smile. Where are you on that scale? You know where you are on each one of these. So if you're sitting there saying, I don't know, Cut to the chase and be honest with yourself and admit that, yes, you do. If you don't want to write down your answer, then you're just playing a game with yourself. You know what the answers are because you actually do know who you are and how you are. So just write your answer down. Nobody ever has to see this but you. But this is an opportunity for you to tune in and be authentic with your own self in the privacy of wherever it is you're listening to this. Now, here's the last question that I'm going to ask you in this series of questions where I'm asking you to write down your 1 to 10. With respect to what you have a belief in, what you have faith in, and I mean faith beyond just this life, this existence, do you believe in God? Do you believe in nature? Do you believe in the source or a source, a creator, the universe, the power of the universe, something? Or are you carrying the weight of the universe and the world and everything that has to happen for you in this life on your shoulders and you are like Atlas bent over because the weight of the world is heavy on your shoulders. That would put you as a one. It's all on me. I am carrying the whole thing. There's nobody going to get me out of this. There's nobody going to give me any help. There's no path that's been laid for me. It's up to me to create, to endure, to sacrifice, to get through. Where are you on the scale? Are you at that low end? Or are you at a 10 
where you find yourself envisioning a path in front of you that is completely foggy, it's not clear, you don't even know if there's ground beneath your feet for you to take the next step, but you hold open your heart and hold open your mind and you take each step with faith that there is substantial ground for you to put your next step, your next foot onto and it'll all work. You have faith. You have belief. You are not in this alone. There is something that you believe in that is so powerful that you are filled with the spirit of knowing it'll all be okay. Now, as you look at your answers, as you are sitting there quietly and privately, and you look at your answers, are you where you want to be? If you are, fabulous. If you are not, what are you going to do about the reality of that? I haven't yet met anybody who is on every level exactly where they want to be. And that's a good thing because in this life experience, we benefit from continual learning, the ongoing unfolding of the realization, the discovery of who we are and who we can be, the reach for excellence because we want to be the best version of ourselves. We want to be better tomorrow than we are today. We want to reach, we want to unleash our best self. Friends, all of us aspire to be an 11, (laughs) which takes us beyond the top number of 10 which I offered you. Think of 11 as two pillars, as a gateway, two columns the frames of a doorway that you can walk through in order to get to what is your greatness, your truly best version of yourself. We have this one life that is guaranteed for us. We are here. We are experiencing it. We are having it. What are you willing to do to make it your very best experience? I am willing to do whatever it takes. And I want to share with you the beauty of how you can start to open those doors for yourself by walking into your mind and walking into your heart and learning all the tricks, the tools, having the tools. And they are tricks because this life is about mind games and what we learn how to do with our mind. So in this online course, I am going to teach you all the components that you need in order to get it straight, in order to get it really, really healthy and vibrant and magnificent so that you can have the best opportunity for your best life yet. It's going to be spectacular. That I know. So my invitation for you here is to come to Facebook at Deb Carlin. Come to the website at Dr. Deb Carlin and come back here again on Thursday of next week where I'm going to talk even more about this topic 
and invite you to discover how to sign up for this webinar, this online course, this teleseminar series, and begin the process of unfolding the best you. For today, I invite you to go to the website and look at the free video that you can get if you sign on to our e-news on the home page you'll receive a free video which is going to start the process for you right now here today and then you'll be on our e-list and you'll get the mailing that we'll do about this course and when it's going to start and what's going to be required of you in order to be enrolled and participate I hope you have an absolutely exquisite, lovely, yummy day. Tap into your best self by believing that it's there. This is your host for The K Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. Dr. Deb Carlin, signing off. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in, friends.